0: If you're enjoying the Teas Made podcast, I would love for you to check out my blog, which is also called the Teas Made. We're doing something called the So Slow Book Club, where I'm writing about the same book all year long, and I'm writing regular essays on everything from sending kids to college to why and what I'm loving creating in the kitchen these days. When you subscribe for free, you'll get my posts in your email inbox, or you can jump in on the conversation over at my page. I also have some optional goodies for paid subscribers that you're going to want to check out too. Spring is here and I have a long list of topics I'm planning to cover. Everything from updated skincare recommendations to some recipes for fun spring-themed beverages. Come join the conversation about connection and creativity at theteasmade.com. Okay, raise your hand if you're someone who loves to walk outside and who always intends to keep walking throughout the winter, but then year after year, you find yourself falling off. There's something about the mix of the weather getting colder, the days getting shorter, and the holidays crowding your time that can make it really hard to keep getting outdoors, but it's so worth putting in the effort to keep a daily movement practice outdoors, even in the winter. In today's episode of The Teas Made, I'm gonna talk about my strategies for getting outside on the regular all year long, including some recommendations of my favorite gear and clothing. So pull on your wool leggings and find your warmest hat and maybe take this episode of The Teas Made out on a walk with you. Hi friends, you're listening to The Teas Made and I'm so glad you're here. I'm Megan Francis, a writer, mama of five, and a lover of books, walks in the forest, cozy blankets, and of course, steaming cups of tea. This podcast is your chance to step out of the busyness of everyday life and find some calm and connection with cozy conversations about everything from natural wellness and self-care to creating comforting rituals and routines in your home and family life. And of course, we'll talk a little bit about beverages as well, including my very favorite beverage, tea. So take a moment to pour a cup of your favorite drink and pull up a chair. The tea's made and I'm so glad you're here with me. I love going on walks. I love the chance to quiet my mind while taking in the sights and the sounds of a forest path or a neighborhood sidewalk. I love breathing the fresh air. I love listening to the birds or maybe a podcast and getting my blood pumping without feeling a lot of strain on my body. There is an immense amount of research that proves the health benefits of a regular walking practice. And there's also a growing body of research pointing to mental and emotional and spiritual benefits as well. And that's a lot of value to pack into an activity that at its heart is really pretty simple. You just put on a pair of shoes and you walk out the door wherever you happen to be. For a lot of us, the year-round part can make it a lot less simple, though. I live in Michigan, which is such a beautiful place, and I truly do love it here all year round. It's just that in the winter, it gets a little harder to get outside and enjoy it instead of just watching it through the windows. Eight months out of the year, I'm logging dozens of miles walking every week. But then around mid-October, maybe early November, the weather starts to become a little less predictable. The rainy and chilly days start to outnumber those warm and sunny days. And I used to really find myself putting off my walks for later in the day or waiting for that sunshine that never came. Then by late November or early December, the holiday season's in full swing. And before you know it, there's a foot of snow on the ground. Too many years in the past, walking has completely fallen off my radar from about November until late March. And when I did the math, I realized that meant for a full third of the year, I was missing out on the benefits of a daily walking practice. A couple of years ago, I decided to change that and have really been intentional about keeping outdoor movement part of my life year round. And through that practice, I was able to kind of identify some pain points that I think often keep us sidelined during the winter. So I know it's not always easy to keep getting outside when the weather turns cold. And today I'm going to be sharing some tips and strategies I've been turning to in order to keep getting outside all winter long. Before we get to that, I did want to share the tea I'm drinking today. So the company that created this tea has a really special story. It's called Light of Day Organics. It's an organic and biodynamic tea farm in Michigan, specifically northern Michigan, Traverse City, which is about a little less than four hours north of where I live in southern Michigan. Light of Day does grow herbals, but they also grow camellia sinensis, which is the one plant that all true teas come from. So black tea, green tea, oolongs, all of those. Now, what's really interesting about this is that Michigan, in particular, northern Michigan, does not have the climate you would expect to be able to grow tea at all. So the fact that there's a tea farm up there is very unique and pretty impressive. I visited the farm last year and I got to meet the owner, Angela, and she's done some really innovative things with farming practices to make this possible. I have a few of their teas that I really love, and I also just love that Angela is out there growing tea in northern Michigan. So today I'm drinking their heartwarming cinnamon tea, which is a Ruibus tea. Rhubus comes from a shrub, so it's considered to be an herbal tea or tisane. And I'll be honest that I've been kind of on the fence about rhubus in general. I've had a few where I just haven't really loved the flavor, but this one is so good. It's naturally sweet and it's really hearty for an herbal tea. It's reminiscent of a black tea, actually, but without the caffeine because it has a lot of body to it. And the cinnamon is so cozy and warming this time of year. So again, that's heartwarming cinnamon from Light of Day Organics, and I will link that up in the show notes. This would be a great cup of tea to help you warm up after a snowy walk. So let's talk about that. Now, as I shared before, this is right around the time of year I often have a hard time getting out the door for walks. It just starts to feel more complicated because you have to bundle up and think about slippery sidewalks and things like that. And especially in December, in my region at least, the weather can be really all over the place. Some days it's almost spring-like, some days it's really bitter cold, so there's all of that decision-making that has to happen before you even step out the door. And then as it gets colder, while I do love a good winter walk, sometimes it just takes a few minutes to adjust to the cold. That's not always what I'm in the mood for, especially first thing in the morning. So I've come up with some routines and habits and tactics that have helped me stay moving outdoors year round. And I'm going to talk about a few of those today. So the first thing I want to talk about is really foundational, and that's just making sure that getting outside is something you do, if not every day, then most days. I have noticed that one of the hardest things about developing any regular practice is making it regular enough so you don't have to think about it. You don't have to decide to do it every day. You just know you're going to do it. And then you can save some of that decision-making energy for other things like how warmly to dress or maybe where to walk. My routine now is that most weekdays, I just assume I'm going to get a 20 to 30 minute outdoor walk-in at some point, probably in the afternoon. Of course there are days things go really South or it just doesn't happen. But The way I look at it is on the days it doesn't happen. It's because the rest of life crowded out my daily walk rather than there being this other routine that I'm trying to squeeze a walk into. It's just a slight perspective shift, but it helps me see walking as just part of a normal day, like brushing my teeth, and it makes it so much more likely that I'm going to fit it in. Another thing I do, and I especially love this little trick on a really cold or a dreary day or when I'm not feeling it, is to kind of bundle a treat for myself in as part of the walk. So, one thing I might do that's really simple, and I actually do this pretty regularly, is just to make some cocoa or a tea I really love, and then I put it in my Yeti insulated tumbler, which takes forever to cool down even on a really cold day if I leave my Yeti full of hot tea in my car it'll cool down pretty slowly so by the time I'm done with my walk then it's probably ready to drink sometimes I even like to bring a real mug just in case it hasn't cooled down quite enough yet and then I can pour the cocoa or the tea out of my Yeti into the mug and enjoy it that way I'm kind of weird like that I really prefer to drink out of a real mug whenever I can and that is another fun thing that feels like a treat I have a neighborhood where I do my regular walks and there's a parking lot with a beach at the end of the neighborhood. So I will often park in that parking lot. And then if it's really bitter cold that day, I actually walk away from the water toward the neighborhood because it's just less windy and cold. But then I'll come back and watch the waves from my car with a hot drink. And that just feels like a little treat to myself. Another way I sometimes treat myself is to park near a coffee shop. And then I'll challenge myself to walk some specific distance away. Like maybe I'll say I'm gonna walk a mile in the other direction I'm a mile in and I have no choice but to turn around and walk a mile back to the coffee shop and then I can go in and warm up with a hot drink. And sometimes my husband, Eric, and I will walk the two miles into town to go to the local dive bar, which is actually a really cozy and fun way to warm up. That's something we've done on a few weekends and I would really like to keep that going this year. Another little trick to try is to just do 15 minutes. For a while, I was walking a mile a day and that was kind of the same thing. It took a little bit less than 20 minutes and it felt so doable. No matter how cold it was or how much I really didn't feel like going out, I could definitely do it for 15 minutes. And then at the end of the 15 minutes, I would often find that I was warmed up and in the groove and I wanted to keep going. So I would say start with this being a really manageable micro habit. Maybe it's five minutes. Maybe it's 10 minutes. Just something you feel like you can do every day, even the days you just don't think you want to. And I bet you'll find that actually once you get warmed up, you're often going to want to just keep on going. Okay, friends, you have already heard me talk about my new Uptown Loafers from our sponsor, Vionic. I love these versatile, classic, and comfy slip-on shoes, and the Uptown Loafer is part of the Vionic Vitals collection, which is what I want to tell you about today. Vionic Vitals contains some of Vionic's most versatile daily styles, so if you've been curious about Vionic but are overwhelmed by all the choices, start with the Vitals collection first. The Willow Flat was my very first Vionic style, and I have been in love with it for years. I'm also eyeballing the Chardonnay Heeled Sandal for summer date nights. Like all of Vionic's footwear, the shoes in the Vionic Vitals line are super comfortable, stable, and supportive with Vionic's exclusive VioMotion technology. Go to vionicshoes.com slash vitals to find the vitals collection and use the code TEASMADE at checkout for 15% off your entire order, plus free shipping when you log into your account. That code is good for a one-time use only, so be sure to make the most of it. That's TEASMADE, T-E-A-S-M-A-D-E, for 15% off your entire order at Bionicshoes.com. Okay, I touched on decision making earlier, and this is definitely not something that is unique to walking, but reducing the number of decisions involved with getting out the door can make anything easier. So let's talk about walking. Maybe, you know, you're going to switch up the place you walk. If that's the case, I would definitely recommend walking the same time every day. Or if you want to switch up the time because you're chasing the best weather of the day, and I understand that strategy, I've done it myself, then maybe keep your route the same. Or you might be able to have just one basic area that you walk in and then choose a slightly different route depending on the day. Like, for example, with my beach walks, I like to go to that same general area because it just removes one more decision I have to make for my plate. But then where I actually decide to walk might vary depending on how cold it is, how windy it is. There are hills and steps that are great sometimes, but I'm not going to walk those if it's really icy and slippery. So, Even just having one place I can drive to and park and then decide from there where I'm going to walk makes it easier than if I was going to a totally different neighborhood or a totally different area every single day. Okay, so let's talk about dressing for the weather. There is a Nordic saying that there's no such thing as bad weather, just the wrong clothes. And I have to agree with that. I'm thinking of the time last winter. I believe it was actually the night before Christmas Eve. I woke up at 4 a.m., super stressed out about my chickens because we were having this crazy cold snap. And with the wind chill, we were getting temps close to 10 below. And I went and woke up my son, Jacob, and we bundled up in our snow pants and our coats and our hats and our gloves and our boots. And we just went out to check on the chickens. And they were fine, very cozy in their coop. But you know what was so interesting about it was we were talking afterward how we felt fine too. It was so cold out, but because we were so bundled up, we were plenty warm. And it was just a good reminder that. There's really no reason I can't go out walking on a typical winter day, which around here is probably going to mean temps in the 20s or 30s. I just need to think about my gear. And so that means this time of year, finding it, making sure I have it, cleaning it if necessary, getting it organized, and just having it in a place where I can easily grab what I need for that day's walk. So dressing for the outdoors is a big enough topic that I've actually written entire articles about it So I'm going to link to some of the articles I've written in the show notes for this post with specific gear recommendations, but I did want to touch on a few things here. So first of all, let's talk about keeping your legs warm. My sister lives in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, much further north than me, and she walks every single day, and it's probably 10 to 15 degrees colder there than it is here most days. Now, she swears by a really long parka, the kind that goes all the way down to your feet. I have not gone there yet. My strategy has been to have a lot of different options for covering my legs so that I can have more flexibility on the top, but you might wanna consider both options just depending on your preference. So I go into this in more detail in my blog posts, but I have fleece leggings in several different weights, including one really warm pair that I bought a size too big so I can layer them over the other leggings that are thinner. This year I have added wool leggings. So I have loved wool socks forever specifically smart wool. Although I have a couple other brands I like because wool socks just keep your feet so warm. They keep them dry. They don't get smelly and they're really great with temperature regulations. So your feet don't get cold, but they also don't get too hot. But I hadn't really delved into the world of wool clothing until this year when I finally took the plunge and I bought my first pair of wool leggings. I got them from Wool X and I got them a couple months ago and I was so impressed. I actually just bought another pair. Um, I got the Piper. They're meant for really cold weather and they have pockets, which is amazing. So let's talk a little bit about wool. Because of all the natural fibers, I think wool might be my favorite. It holds moisture away from your body. So the wool itself will keep you warm, even if it's wet. And it really doesn't stink. So if you're used to having your athletic wear start to take on that like funk after a few days, that does not happen with wool. I will sometimes wear my new wool leggings for four five, six days in a row without washing them. And all they really need is to get aired out. And like I mentioned before, wool is also really great about regulating your temperature. So these wool leggings I got are pretty thick and I have worn them in the house at, you know, 70 plus degrees and I'm comfortable. I've worn them on walks in the upper fifties and lower sixties and I'm comfortable. And I've also worn them outside in below freezing temperatures and I'm comfortable. It's like, I'm never hot. I'm never cold. I'm just comfortable. Now, we haven't had any really cold temps yet this year, so I'm not sure how long I'll be able to wear these leggings on their own, but I will definitely be layering them under other leggings throughout most of the winter because I love them that much. So I will link those up in the show notes. Wool X is the brand I'm trying. I know there's other options too. Okay, friends, I got my pair of Uptown loafers from our sponsor, Vionic. And I just had to tell you about them. They're cute and classic and really lightweight and they do actually pack flat. I am definitely going to be taking these on all my spring travels and I can see myself wearing them with everything from jeans and trousers to dresses and maybe a little later on shorts. I got them in camel leather but they come in 12 different colors. The Uptown Loafer is part of the Vionic Vitals collection, which features some of their most versatile daily styles. And of course, you know you can count on your Vionics to be super comfortable, stable, and supportive. Use code TSMADE at checkout for 15% off your entire order at vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That code's good for a one-time use only at vionicshoes.com, and again, you're going to get 15% off your entire order. I'll also have a link to that offer on my shop page, and you can find that in the show notes. Again, the code is teasmade, T-E-A-S-M-A-D-E, at vionicshoes.com. Vionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. So I started with my legs because for me, when it comes to staying warm, I really focus on my extremities first. And that would be, of course, my legs, my feet, my hands, my head, my neck, even that spot at like the top of the collar. If I'm wearing a lower necked shirt, I address all those areas first. Um, And then I often find that I don't have to worry about wearing a super warm coat, except on the very coldest days. Remember the minute you get moving, you're going to start warming up and your core might stay pretty warm unless it's really cold outside. I walked yesterday just wearing a Carhartt hoodie and I was comfortable and it was less than 40 degrees out, but I had layers under that. I was wearing a hat. I was wearing gloves. I was wearing a scarf. I was wearing wool leggings. I was wearing tall wool socks and boots. So all of my exterior parts were very well covered and very warm. And then my core just didn't need a whole lot of help. I do have a very warm coat, which I love, but I don't wear it on walks unless it's really cold because then if I get too hot, I have to unzip it and then that lets the cold in and then I'm too cold. So I do a lot of layering and I get more into that in one of the blog posts that I share. Um, But I have a lot of different options for my core and one that I definitely plan to add this year is a wool base layer. I have been reading about them forever. I've wanted one for a while, but now that I have those wool leggings and love them so much, I am sold. Okay, so the last tip I'll mention is timing. I think this is one of those things we can get really tripped up on because we try to solve for every possible problem. And then maybe sometimes we wait for there to be like perfect weather, and that's probably not going to happen. There might be a whole day where the sun never comes out. So if you're waiting for the sun, you might be waiting all day. Okay, so right now I am planning my walks in the early afternoon, either right around lunch or right after lunchtime. And that works with my schedule, it works with my energy patterns this time of year. And usually, after I've put in a couple of hours at my computer in the morning, I'm ready to stretch my legs and get moving. Now, you might find that you like something a little different. You might find that an early morning walk feels really energizing and there are a lot of benefits to early morning sunshine. You might like an evening walk that can feel really cozy this time of year when the houses are all lit up and you can kind of see people inside their homes going about their lives. I admit I do kind of like to peek into people's windows sometimes, not as a creeper, just because I like to see how people are living and how they decorate their living spaces. You'll have to let me know if that's something you do too. Send me an email. But even though I love walking in the morning and I love walking in the evening, right now I'm organizing my life around an afternoon walk because that just keeps it regular, one less decision to make. And if I have time to squeeze in an evening walk or a morning walk, I do that as a bonus. I am not deciding on the fly every day when my walk is going to be because too often that would mean my walk would never happen. I also try to get to the gym a couple of times a week, and I always do that after my walk, not before because I get sweaty at the gym and it is really miserable to go outside all clammy and sweaty. It's a lot harder to stay warm when you do it that way. So walk first, then gym, and you can kind of consider that walk a nice warm up. Okay, friends, that's all for today's episode. I know this can be a really busy time of year, and I so appreciate you spending time with me today. I also want to remind you to check out the show notes for this episode because I will have lots more information about the specific cold weather gear I wear. You can find that in your podcast app by scrolling down to the show notes for this episode, or you can go to the to find those. And I would love to hear from you too. Do you walk outside all year? Do you want to drop me a note and let me know your strategies or your challenges, the things that keep you from getting out? at meganfrancis at gmail.com. That's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N, Francis at gmail.com. Well, I hope this episode has inspired you to get out and enjoy that lovely winter weather. Remember, this time of year represents a big chunk of our lives, and I really believe we're happier and more connected with nature and ourselves when we find ways to participate in the outdoors all year round. Happy walking, friends. That's all for this episode of The Teas Made. You can find links to the products and other things we talked about today in the show notes for this episode. You can find that by scrolling down below the episode in your podcast app, or you can go to theteasmade.com and find all the episodes plus resources, links to my favorite teas and books and other products, a link to my private community for women, and so much more. I share new episodes every Thursday, so please follow or subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And while you're in your podcast app, I would love if you'd leave a rating or review. It really helps me out so much. Okay, friends, that's all for now. I will talk to you again very soon. If you're enjoying the Teas Made podcast, I would love for you to check out my blog, which is also called the Teas Made. We're doing something called the So Slow Book Club, where I'm writing about the same book all year long, and I'm writing regular essays on everything from sending kids to college to why and what I'm loving creating in the kitchen these days. When you subscribe for free, you'll get my posts in your email inbox, or you can jump in on the conversation over at my page. I also have some optional goodies for paid subscribers that you're going to want to check out too. Spring is here and I have a long list of topics I'm planning to cover. Everything from updated skincare recommendations to some recipes for fun spring-themed beverages. Come join the conversation about connection and creativity at theteasemade.com.